Hey everyone, this is Chris and Sandy Benton with the Chris and Sandy Show. We get up close and personal with some amazing guests throughout the entertainment industry. And today, like I say on every episode, we got a great one for you. Who do we have? We have one of our favorite returning guests with us today, Presley Tennant. She's a country music artist and California native who shined as a member of Team Kelly on season 16 of The Voice at 16 years old. A born entertainer, Presley is making 2022 her best year yet. She is not only opening for artists like Carly Pierce, Blake Shelton, and Brett Young, but is slated to release her newest single, Gamble on You. And we're excited to have her on. So yeah. welcome to the show. Welcome back. <laughs> thank, you so, thank you so much for having me again. <laughs> it's yeah. our pleasure. Now, <laughs> on returning guests, I kind of mm -hmm. take a different approach at the beginning. Yeah. Um, so what's happened since we last talked? Yes. Any updates? Oh my goodness. So much has happened. I have released so much new music as well as I just opened up for Blake Shelton and Tim McGraw, which is really cool. Wow, um, so definitely some exciting names as well as like Brett Young and Carly Pierce. I, last week, I just got back like two days ago from Nashville. I was playing during CMA Fest. So I was very, okay. very excited for that. Um, it was a fun time and I'm very, very thankful for all of it. <clears throat> so how was Nashville for CMA Fest? Oh my gosh, absolute craziness. I was, it was my first CMA Fest, so I was not expecting all oh, of that to be happening everywhere all the time. But it was just <laughs> yeah. so much fun. It was, I mean, I got to meet a lot of people. I, I, I had like a little, I had a meet and greet booth with Roper, oh, wow. uh, and they were phenomenal and amazing people. And so when I got to meet everybody as well, it was just so, so cool to see all the people who really support my music and support me for who I am. That is awesome. You know, we're actually going to be in Nashville July 1st for a week. Yeah, um, up there for But never been July. to CMA Fest yet. So maybe next year we can go. try to make it there next year. But I have to go. Yeah. It's a fun time. And you, everybody is just walking around, like meeting everyone. So it's a, it's a really welcoming time. So it was great that they were, because I think ain't it been two years since they've had one because of COVID? Oh, yeah. And they said even this time it was smaller than it's ever been before. And I'm like, yeah. this is small. <laughs> this is small. I was like, I could only imagine how big it actually is. I was so confused. She was like, oh, yeah, it's like usually it's a lot bigger. And I'm like, huh? huh? Like, that's a lot of walking to do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, that's like last year where we went the 4th of July week there. And um, I tell you, um, they did the biggest firework display they ever done last year. Uh, well, at least that's what they said. And yeah. we were some of the crazy ones down there in the middle of 400,000 people. Yep. And, and Caitlin slept through all those fireworks. She was two then and she was worn out. She had that nap. She slept through all that noise of the fireworks. So. <laughs> And that's what I normally am. I'm the one that's like knocked out in the back. I'm like, I, I'll see you next year. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. So speaking of COVID, um, how did COVID affect you when it did? And what have you done to maneuver through all that? So COVID, I feel like for me, I try to use it to the best of my advantage in a way to just get all of like the back end work done, obviously, as no one's really performing. Um, I was just writing and recording so much. I mean, flights were so cheap. So I was out in Nashville all the time. And I like had an entire road of myself for like oh, wow. round oh, wow. trip. I was like, this is, I love this. Um, no, but it was mainly just a lot of writing and recording, trying to build my artistry even more to make it stronger. Um, and so when 
now that live shows are happening, I can just pick up right where I was left off and go full force. Wow. Yeah. So our buddy Joe asked a question. Yes, he had a question for you. What kind of food do you get backstage at them concerts? Like tacos and steak or what? Mainly fries. I love fries. Fries like, is good. Anything with like chili cheese fries, probably not the best thing to have, but <laughs> really damn good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nashville's got a lot of great food. They do. Uh, we love Nashville. Especially barbecue. Oh, yes. Really great barbecue restaurants there. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, we kind of. Oh, there you go. There we go. Uh, not as much as I love their hot chicken. Every time I go out there, there is oh, one that chicken. I will always have to go to, and it is party foul. So next time you're out there, people we haven't been there yet. It is so good. They have like these poutine fries. If you've ever oh. had poutine, it's like fries with gravy, cheese curds, oh, and then some like their hot chicken oh. oh christopher would love that yep he would definitely have to try it oh, <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> and, yeah and you know this was probably controversial but a friend of mine from texas was like um he was visiting nashville for the first mm -hmm. time i was telling him how great the barbecue was he's like oh, wait it won't be better than texas and he went there and he calls me up he says now, i can't say this on facebook but he says <laughs> yeah, their barbecue good. is better <laughs> it's good the barbecue is good. I do love it. <laughs> so a lot of people would ask, when did you know you wanted to do music? But I always like to go deeper that when did it click that this could be a career move for you? I would say I had that moment when I was fairly young. I mean, I was in a girl group when I was 10 to 13. Oh, wow. And during that time, I was like, this is what I was meant to do. This is why yeah. I'm here. This is what I'm going to do for the rest of my life some way, somehow. Even if it's not performing, I always, I loved writing. Um, and like during that time, I wouldn't necessarily say I wrote songs, but I like journaled everything. So like, it was just kind of like already in me. And so after the group ended and I went solo, I was like, this is the lane that I want to be in. I know that this is it. And so I worked so hard and I learned how to songwrite and I just knew I was going to be in the music industry somehow, some way. <clears throat> So what are some hobbies you like to do outside of music? Oh, I am very much like an active person. So I love going to the mountains. I mean, in California, we have a little bit of it all. I'm like an hour from the mountains, 30 minutes from the beach, a couple hours from the lake, which I'm here right now. Um, and so, I don't know. I just like being on boats, snowboarding, going to the like sand dunes and riding quads um i love all that kind of stuff i'm de definitely more of like a daredevil you know that's gonna be the hard part for me you know we we live 30 minutes from the beach ourselves but, but but our main beach we normally go to jacksonville or charleston which is two hours away when we do go to yeah, beach. We usually but do. i've been a coastal guy since 14 years old i'm 50 now so i've always known the coast yep. and <laughs> when we make that move to nashville that's going to be my toughest part <laughs> And yeah, it's like, you have to take like a flight to get there to the beach. I mean, there's like the lake. With, like, yeah, we enjoy the lake when we go up yes. there. Yeah, I said. And what's I mean, funny is I was noticing that last time we were at the lake, and yeah, I, we were sitting down at the lake, and I was like, oh, it's got little waves. Yeah, it's <laughs> boats bit. passing by, and it's like their wake that they leave behind, and I'm like, that's not the same. Plus the beauty of. A beach area just the palm trees everywhere and all that you know 
as the now granted nashville's got its own beauty and charm it does, you know yeah. w- with the mountains and all mm-hmm. that so it's got its own charm but yeah the beaches that's gonna be the tough part for me oh yeah <laughs> that's why i'm like well, do i want to move to nashville i was like i have it all here but i know i'll definitely end up moving out there somehow or so somewhere. joe asked another question for you he said yeah. do you listen to other styles of music like rap and hard rock I love me some 70s rock. I love me some oh, yeah. rock and roll, um, as mm. well as like some like blues and soul. I love all of that. I wouldn't necessarily say rap. That was a little more when I was in high school. And I was like, oh, yeah. yeah. I didn't even understand a word what was going on. Um, right. And then I listened to it. And I was like, why did I? I, I, Yeah, I just thought about it. And I was like, I don't even understand what they're saying. I don't know what half the yeah. words mean. <laughs> yeah. So, um definitely more into like the pop and rock and roll kind of stuff. Yeah. Awesome. As you know, a lot of people, they see the glory in what you do, but they don't see the grind, the sacrifice, the tears, the struggles it takes, not just to get to like Blake Shelton's level and Miranda's level, but even a career within music. And I always want to talk Mm -hmm. about this side of it because a lot of people kind of sugarcoat this. We don't. So tell us a little bit about some of the sacrifices you've had to make at a young age. I mean, I, because of the girl group, I was always around, around adults and learning how to not even act like one, but be around like professional environments. Um, But I also wasn't like your typical like teenager or um, young like kid or anything like that. I was very mature. I didn't want to go play with my friends. I wanted to be like doing my homework so I can go to soccer practice later. Cause I knew that like I had responsibilities. So I had to finish those before I could get to the part where I actually, where it's fun for me. Um, and so I always kind of, I mean, my dad was also like my soccer coach. So I grew up with discipline yeah. and, and taking everything seriously. Um, I swear to God, I love, I love my dad, but I remember after every game, if I like messed up somehow and I let someone go past me, he was like, Presley, we got to have a talk. And I was like, I know dad. <laughs> I was like, I know what you're going to say. No, but like, <laughs> Those things I feel like really helped me shape me to where I am today mm-hmm. because I am around it all the time. I mean, I love when people give me feedback because you're able to grow from that. Um, and so it was like a lot of sacrifice and dedication. There was times when I couldn't go hang out with my friends because I needed to go practice. And it wasn't even that. Like I really I had the choice to go hang out with them. But I knew in myself, I was like, I, I need to practice my own stuff. I want to make my product the best that it can be. Exactly. Um, like really dallying and go doing whatever um I was like I just I just I had my priorities and those were for me and I completely understood if some people didn't understand them yeah mm-hmm. yeah it's funny Joe said it's impossible for because he does his own little show too and he said for him and I to sugarcoat it because we go through 200 rejections for one positive response oh, yep. that's true And I'm sure you've had your fair share of rejections in what you do. Tell us a little bit about that. You know, being that you're rising, you're young, how have you handled the rejection side? Because the rejection side is so huge in entertainment. I honestly, I didn't look at rejection as a bad thing. I just took it as like a, it's not time. You just need to go work on it. Um, And so to better yourself, I mean, even there was certain things that I would do and I'd be told no. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to prove them wrong. And even if like I never got invited back, I just knew in my mind, I was like, I proved them wrong. I know I could do this. You just needed to give me a little more time to learn how to do it. Um, And that was a big thing I liked. And it's not even proving them wrong. It's just proving myself right to know that I am capable of it and I can 
exactly what he just said. Rejection equals motivation fuel. I love that. So, um, and that's just something really important to me. And I, you're going to be told now a hundred times before you get told one yes. And so it just, it's all just how you take it and it builds you, it builds who you are and builds your determination. You know, we've interviewed close to 600 people now on this show and including some celebrities and all that too. And there's something, there's a common denominator between everybody that we have found Mm -hmm. that usually success at the top is usually categorized in three things. It's usually hard work, connections you make, and some luck involved. Yeah. I would say all very Now, now the luck part, people kind of don't want to hear that part, but let's face it. You know, all of a sudden you you get a song that goes through the roof that's a timing thing. And you couldn't, I mean, everybody we've talked to that who's, who's had that says we could not have predicted that. No, but then that's what took them off. Oh yeah. yeah. So it's it's a little bit of those three things. Yep. It's like, you can't like have a specific plan to be like, I'm going to do this by this time, this by this time. And I'm going to be here. It's like, no, like you're going to work your butt off and you're going to do all the right things. And then when it sticks, it sticks. That's that's when the lucky part comes. If you don't do the work, you never get to the lucky breaks. It takes the work and work and you, and you never know when it's going to come again. You, you know, you, we know people that's been doing it 10, 12, 15 years. And then they had the lucky break at the 15 year mark, you know, and then all of a sudden now they're big. So it's like, you know, all of it was worth it. But again, when they were at five years, they were probably like, is this ever going to work? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like sitting around. I'm like, damn, how long is this going to take? I'm like, I'm ready for it now. So come on, guys. We got to speed it up. Now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's like for us, you know, with the show, we're trying to grow the show and it takes time. You know, we've been doing it a little over two years now. Yeah, about and, two and a half. And that's the thing, too. It's like, you know, you want to grow and you want to grow and you want to grow and you want to, you know, and you get the rejection, you get this, you get that, and you're trying to grow. And then you're like, is it? And she has to, you know, kind of pull me off the cliff sometimes. I'm like, you know what? I quit. I'm giving it up. <laughs> and then, and she's like, you know, you don't mean that. And then I have to come back to my senses. Because yeah, you love doing this. Because it's like, what else would I do? Yeah. No, I, I've always been told, I mean, there was someone, I forget who told this to me, but there it's like everybody is in the line for the same thing we all want the same goal and it's just how long you're going to stick it out because mm-hmm. yeah. little by little people are going to get tired and they're going to fall out of line so when they fall out of line you move up a spot and it keeps happening until you're at the very front and then you finally are there and it's just so i feel like it's just so much more worth it to know that you put all this effort in you were you were doing everything that you can to finally get that end result <laughs> yeah, it's funny that you said that because you know you just got to outlast people. I remember this story where two guys are in the woods, and um, a bear comes up, and one of them's jumping down, tying his shoes tighter, and the other guy was like, "You know, you you, what are you doing that for? You can't outrun that bear." He's like, "I don't need to outrun the bear. I got to outrun, outrun you." <laughs> <laughs> I, and then, I guess that's kind of as, as crazy as that sounds. That's almost what y'all go through because there's thousands. And, and I think the internet made it, you know, cause in the past you could just walk in the um, record labels and all that, but because the internet, everybody right from their home can all of a sudden have this social media presence. Yeah. I mean, there's just so much saturation with musicians nowadays through social media. And I think that's, I think it's a phenomenal thing because there's a little bit of everything for everyone out there. 
Um, and my thing is I, I know there's room for everybody in this industry. And so I feel like it's very nice to uplift each other and, and, Okay, there we go. Yes. My Wi-Fi is not very good right now. I'm so sorry. Oh, we understand. Yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, yeah. And it's funny. Joe's like, he ain't going to let me quit. Yeah, he won't <laughs> either. Yeah, that we don't. <laughs> so we talked a little bit about the struggle side. I think we hit it pretty hard. Um, so let's flip the script and go the other way. So what are some moments you're like, some wow moments for you that you've had in the last years? the entire journey that I have been on has just been kind of like a wow moment for me because I feel like even in the parts where I feel like I'm not getting anywhere like moving anywhere in a positive direction it's like I can look back at how I felt in those moments and I'm like I did like even though I didn't notice it there was there was movement happening and so I kind of take those parts for granted because I'm I'm so focused on like why am I not there yet why am I not where I want to be yet? But it's like, I'm, I've learned to live in the moment and just kind of accept everything around me. Um, yeah. Because if you stress out about those things and you aren't going to go anywhere, you're going to be so focused on why it's not happening when you could be focusing yeah. your energy on like, what can I do next? What's, the, what's another way to better myself instead of and being, then you become better. Mm -hmm. And you continue to be stronger and you grow and you learn. And I feel like that was a big thing. Like I've always said that I, I will never stop learning because you can never stop. And as soon as you do, you limit yourself and you're plateaued, you're done. You're not going to do anything else. And so. Because then everybody passes you and then all of a sudden you become a little bitter and then you start judging people that's passed you. It keeps happening again. There we go. Um, it's a <laughs> continuous little cycle. And but you get through them and you're like, you know, there was, there was, there was movement and there was positive. It was moving in a positive direction. Yeah, exactly. Um, so as you know, a lot of people see you, but they don't see the team behind you. In our opinion, teams never get the love they, they don't on our show. As you know, they do. So take a few moments and tell us about the team that helps you be who you are. Have them that is with burning ground. I'm not sure if you could still hear me. There we go. Yeah. We can. Um, we can now. And I'm so grateful for everything that they do for me. They have been nothing short of amazing. Um, and I love just how open we are with one another and really on each other's side and able to really communicate everything that's going on to help benefit everybody. And I feel like that's And we didn't hear who. So tell us who you're talking about. Oh, there we go. I, uh, and that's with Don with Burning Ground Entertainment. Okay. Uh, or Anna Castle at Core PR. There, oh, we love Core. Core. Yes, people. They are just such a light, and they're so positive, and they are so so strategic and professional with everything that they do, and that's something that's really important to me. So I couldn't mm -hmm. be more grateful for them, as well as my parents behind me, because they have just been through everything with mm -hmm. me, and they've yeah. been nothing short of supportive and. Like you got to get out soon. And I'm like, hold on guys, just, just <laughs> a couple more minutes. I swear. Um, 
they have been nothing short of amazing and i'm very grateful awesome. for them Love that. Now, speaking of family and teams, we have a yes. third co-host, as you know, little Chris. Christopher, uh, who's 10 years old now. I'll get him. <laughs> and as you know, we got a three-year-old that when she gets older, she'll be plugged into our show, too, because we keep I it a family it. affair. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so while we're on him, um, what's kind of next for you? Um, So you can expect a lot of new music. I am releasing... Well, there's kind of like a another little big release for Half That Strong that came out last year. But as Father's Day is coming up this mm -hmm. week, I just felt like it's important to kind of bring that song back around. <laughs> Hello. Hey. Oh, he's in green. He's just a floating head. And you know, I always joke that that the floating head would be a great rock band name. Oh my God, it would be. Floating really here. And they could get out there with green screens and, you know. And, like, and I don't know if you've ever been to Disneyland, but it's like in the Haunted Mansion and like the, the head is floating and like the little globe thing. <laughs> That's like what this is right now. It's kind of funny. <laughs> Hi, Preston. Like, What's your favorite food? That's my favorite food. I would definitely have to say I love me some sushi. I could eat that all the time. Or like Thai food. I love Thai food. So <laughs> I do love me some pizza too. <laughs> He's having a hard time because of the you floating head you. <laughs> That's awesome. You gotta keep it that way. Every time you gotta match the background. So when they everyone else comes on, they're like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what's your favorite TV show? Favorite TV show? I ooh. I would probably have to say NCIS. I love crime shows, oh, I and I love when they figure it out. Because I'm like, oh yeah, you just did that. That's like, I don't know. Um, but NCIS is really. And then you're cool. like, and then you're like, I know who it is. And then you're like, okay, I was wrong, <laughs> way wrong. Even Forensic Files, I love that show for some reason. Everyone is like, what is wrong with you, Preston? I'm like, I have no idea. It's just so cool to see how they figure it out with all the technology and what they do. And I don't know. It's just so cool. <laughs> and what's yours? Mine, mine is SpongeBob. SpongeBob? I love SpongeBob growing up. <laughs> Everybody does, don't they? Mm -hmm. <laughs> all right, so what's your favorite movie? Favorite movie? Oh, I don't know for that one. I haven't, I'm not a really a movie person. I always try, I always fall, not try to fall asleep. I end up falling asleep. So I kind of miss all of it. But the one that I've watched the most and the most recently would be A Star is Born. So I would say that. It's like my hand was like, <laughs> I'm going through your body here. What's yours? Mine is Minions. Minions? I love that one too. <laughs> That one's a good one. Yes. And then have a good time. Bye. All you see is a floating arm, just little limbs. <laughs> That's good funny. Job. He's at, saying, can you do a back? I guess he's asking little Chris because I do backflips even at 50. Oh, oh my goodness. I got to see On a trampoline, though. Yeah, okay, we just got to post a video of it. I got to look at it. I got to watch it. I, I, I've got, I even have a back, well, I've done a couple backflips on the yeah. video and I've, I've got them posted. I also have one that I called backflip fail. Oh, and, this was a crazy And one, I yeah. end up um, doing a backflip and I landed in a trampoline, a little angle. And, Ooh. and the way that the trampoline park here in Savannah is you got the trampoline and then you only have about 
three feet, two feet, yeah, and then there's a wall. That's a padded yeah. wall, but it's a wall. Yeah. And I landed in an angle and it shot me into the, I mean, when you watch it, it looks like something just grabbed me. And, <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, it looks like a giant <laughs> magnet, like pulls me to the wall. Like, like, <laughs> and it's like, whoosh. <laughs> and and, 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 and took the breath out of me, I tell you, you know, and then I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. I'm 50. I hope I didn't um, crush no bones. Injury, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, that was like, what, six months ago. So, yeah, that's so, so far, it ago, seems so like I'm, so but you know, now it's like every time I do a backflip on that trampoline, my hands go back. Yeah, you're <laughs> like, like, I'm ready this time. You're like, yeah. no, now the one, back now. We, went to the, we went to the trampoline park up in Nashville. I'm called oh, Altitude. Yeah, Altitude. They had a that really big fun. trampoline. So I was able to, because, because, when I do a backflip, I tend to float back, not straight up like you're supposed yep. to. So they have a big one. So I'm fine with that one. <laughs> I remember Christopher made you do one in front of his friends. He's like, my dad could do a backflip. <laughs> and it's like, okay, yeah. let's let's make sure I don't get hurt. Because <laughs> yeah. when we go to trampoline park, I'll do a couple. But then I, I, I want to be safe, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. I haven't been to a trampoline park in so long. I will have to go to the one in Nashville that you guys went to. Yeah, oh, yeah it's yes, called so um, Altitude. Yeah, I will have really to look fun. it up. Kids oh, love yeah, it. And it's a big one. I mean, it's a oh, yeah, really it's big. We, we thought the one here in Savannah was nice. When we went to that one, we were like, oh, wow. And, and yeah. they even have a plan. When we moved to Nashville, we'll definitely be part of this. But they have like, a, um, it, it, it was, how much was it a month? It's like. What, like 15, it was like $15 a month unlimited. Yeah. Oh, well, that's nice. It's like $15 <laughs> to go in anyways. It is. <laughs> yeah. and, and, and so it was like, you know, and I think you, you can go up to three hours a day type thing. So I was that like, oh, cool. that's really good. But it had everything. It was really big. So if you ever, next time you're in Nashville, make sure you look that up. It's really, it's called Altitude. I mean, hey, once I move out there, I'll just be getting a membership there. So forget the gym. I'll just get my yeah, workout. That's, that's where you get great exercise. Great yeah. <laughs> so if you could co-write with any artist, who would it be? I would have to say probably Ashton McBride. I oh, yeah. just really love her writing style and what she has to say in her music. And it's something that I really admire um, and in- inspires me. Um, like I... I feel like I know like every single one of her songs and I'm like, Oh my God, I love like there's certain lyrics in every one that I've, and even it's not even just certain lyrics, but just the whole entirety of the song is just a masterpiece. Um, and I don't know. I feel like I would definitely love to write with Ashley. So what's a song you've heard that you wish you wrote? So one of them is an Jim McBride song. And then the other is a lady, a song and it's, that's my bride song is girl going nowhere just because I feel like it's kind of where I'm at now. Like that's, I mean, kind that's of, really oh, the anthem for anybody that's yeah. entertainment. Yes. And it's just like, everybody's behind you until they aren't. Um, <laughs> and then they like, they're like, Oh, like remember when? And I'm like, you didn't even like me for some reason. I don't you even know. know. You know what's so funny about that is, is I remember talking to somebody, he said there's four phases of, I think it was you know, three or four phases of success. It says first they tell you, you can't do it. Yep. Then they tell you it won't last as you're starting to do it. Yep. Then they tell you, you were lucky. And yep. then the fourth phase they are telling everybody, oh, I always knew they'd make it. Yep. 
It's so weird, but you know what? I appreciate it. You know why? Because at least they've been there. Even if it has not been the good, but they've at least been there to say something. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I I remember someone made a comment that said, a hater is usually someone who's a fan, but privately. Yeah. I I wouldn't say I attest to that, but I can understand that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm a fan of everybody. I, I love when people are successful and get what they want and get what they deserve. Exactly. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's so important, especially just lifting up others that are around me. I feel like it's just so nice to see because it's like, you know, like, like if they could do it, like anybody could do it. And it's not. Mm-hmm. Even- There we go. It keeps going in and out, but um, it's like we have about five minutes and don't go out. Then about five minutes. Yeah, it's, so it's, it's in cycles. Like taking like thirty seconds or more to <laughs> come back. But, so um, back in two thousand. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, back in 2015, we got the interview of Kelsey Ballerini before she was Kelsey. Yeah. Um, mm. So. One of the questions I always like to ask is where you wanted to be in five years. And I always like to tell the story before I ask that, because the question that when the answer she gave us is to the T of what she's living today, she knew where she was going. So knowing that, where do you want to be in five years? I want to be touring. I want to be writing music and being successful and happy and, and playing shows and performing everywhere and selling out arenas and, um, I don't know. It sounds so typical and I feel like everyone answers the same thing, but that's truly what I, what I want to do. And I know I will get there. So let's look 15 years down the road and let's say you're a success on a grand scale, whatever that looks like for you, you've made it. What do you hope you never forget? I feel like this is so also typical, but like where I come from, I, it's important to remember where I'm from and who I surround myself with and keep myself grounded because I have had friends and who have let it get to them. And I feel like they're just a completely different person. And it's not even for the fact of their, their success level. It's just because they've just forgotten who they were. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And so you have to remember all those times from when you were at the bottom to appreciate while you're at the top. And I think that's a really important thing. And so I never want to forget that. Awesome. And what are some things that inspire you? Oh, I mean, I feel like just good people and and being around people who are so motivated and determined. I love being around people, like, especially when I'm out in Nashville, just because everyone there does music and they're all grinding so hard to do what they love. And it's just so motivating because it's like you're around people who are putting everything they, they have into what they love. Um, and so it kind of like that energy feeds off and is, I feel like everywhere in Nashville, like you could just walk in into like a restaurant and you could just tell like they are doing, they're, they're going to get to where they love and they're just so motivated. Um, and that's really inspiring to me. Like the energy is just like pouring into me and I'm like, come on, baby, let it look, come on. (laughs) So, yeah. Okay. Tell us a little bit more about some of your new music, including your song Gamble on You. So Gamble on You, um, it came out a little bit ago, and I'm very, very happy that it did. I also released a music video for it, so it's all everywhere. Um, And 
And it's basically about, I mean, I've never gambled in my life. I'm like, <laughs> I go in a casino, but I cannot gamble. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't know too much about it, but I, I have like, I know a few little things. And I was in the hotel room in Nashville and I was tracking um, in the next couple of days. And I just wasn't in love with one of the songs that I had picked to, to record. And so I was sitting there and I was like, I feel like I could write something better. And so I was in the hotel room scrolling on TV, trying to find a channel. And there was like a poker channel that came on. So I was like, okay, whatever. I'll just leave it there. I'll go on my phone. And so I was texting this guy I really liked. And I like the light bulb kind of went off. And I was like, oh my gosh, like love is like a gamble. Like I really like him. And I'm putting everything I have into this. And I have literally no idea how he feels. I was like, he could either really like me back or he's just playing me. And my heart's going to be shattered. And I was like, it's kind of like gambling. You put everything that you have into it and you hope for a big result and you be as strategic as you can. But sometimes it's just a game of luck. Um, And so that was kind of the feeling that I wanted to convey. And so just how love is like a gamble, You there's a risk involved with everything. And so I Absolutely. feel like I, I put it down into the song, at least like a verse and a chorus. And I sent it over to my producer and I was like, hey, what do you think about this? And he thought it was super cool. And so the next day I went in, put it to piano and I finished the song. Nice. And wow. then we came and I gamble and he was finished. And I was like, this is so cool. I just love, love the way it turned out. And I love the message and it worked out. I did one big, I'm still with, with, with the guy I wrote the song about. So it was, <laughs> yeah. So the gamble so far has paid off. I've worked out. Yeah. So We're winning big right now. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Uh, what would you like for your legacy to be in the music business? What would you like to be known and remembered for? Um, I want to be known as just being real and humble and, and knowing that my music, people can understand that my music is genuinely who I am away from music because music is a part of me. Yeah, it may not be like I'm not like, I don't know what the right word, like picture perfect at all times, but it still has like those raw elements to know like she is exactly what she, she says. There's a song for you, picture perfect. Oh, yeah. Oh, hey, I'm going to have to do that one. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And if you could say anything to your fans and followers, what would you want to tell them? I would say thank you so much for all the love and support that has been given through my music and um, through me as just a person away from music, um, aside from being an artist. It is just so, so humbling to know that people genuinely love what I do and support me. And I, there's no other feeling like quite like it. And so I appreciate and I love each and every one of those people who who are there for me. So as we close out, what advice would you give somebody who wants to do what you do? I would say, I mean, this is what I live by. Um, and I would say just to be your most authentic self, because at the end of the day, I was, someone told me this, I, this was Kelly Clarkson. And she told me, she was like, you have to go home at the end of the day and look at yourself in the mirror and be proud of who you are so you might as well make it exactly how you are because if if you aren't happy with yourself then no one else is gonna or if you don't believe in yourself no Mm. one else is gonna believe in you yeah it gets to a certain point where they they may like it but there's just nothing quite like someone believing in themselves and having everyone see that belief yeah yeah i love that so tell everybody how they can find you your music and all that 
You can find me on all my social media, which is at Presley Tennant. So P-R-E-S-L-E-Y-T-E-N-N-A-N-T. And you can find me on all streaming platforms by searching my name. Um, or you can go to my website, which is just PresleyTennant.com, and it has everything there. Love awesome. that. And yeah, we really enjoyed having you back. We and did. we definitely look yeah. forward to having you another time. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> oh, this is so Our fun. Pleasure. Thanks for your time today. Thank you so much. Bye.